Just to get the ball rolling, I said it, but what's your name? Introduce yourself. Um, okay. My name is Jake. I... What? That's all I asked, man. Don't okay. get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Say hi, Jake. Hi. All right. Where do you go to school? I'm homeschooled, actually. All right. Um, what's, your, what's one of your favorite things about... Well, let, how long have you been at Woods Edge? I joined in maybe late 2013... Yeah, don't and, make me do the math. Just yeah, tell me how long. It's about five years. <laughs> yes. I've been here a really long time. All right. What's one of your favorite things about the student ministry? Definitely the small groups. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, Jake, we, you reached out to us, and you have a story to share about God's rescue, refreshment, revival. Will you share a little bit about what God did for you during Freedom? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I suppose I just start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. So, um, let's see. So back, way back, whenever I was just becoming a teenager, this is whenever it really started for me, um, I'd, I've always grown up with dyslexia, like really bad dyslexia, severe. And I couldn't see numbers right, I couldn't read right. I was, I was what most people considered pretty unintelligent. And um, in my mind, I knew I wasn't, but I appeared to be that way to other people. And um, I would get bullied for it a lot. That was definitely something that happened. Um, and I, I don't know, it was just hard. You know, you can't, you're doing all these things that other people have down just like that and you have to spend like maybe 10 minutes on the same thing. And it appears just, people just relentlessly mock me for it. And even like some of my close friends did too, just as a fun sort of like, hey, let's poke at each other way. But, um, Getting older, that started affecting me more, and I realized um, that like a lot of my other friends were super good at stuff, and I didn't have very many talents. I mean, I had, I'm an artist, but even that, I didn't know if that was going to go anywhere, and that was the only thing I really had going for me. So whenever I joined this small group, these guys that I was with, who most of them aren't here right now because they're still sleeping. Chumps. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they, we got so close, like closer than I've ever been with anyone else in my entire life. And I put everything that I cared about into this small group. Um, and growing up, like it, we only got closer and closer and they know more about me than I think anyone else does. Um, like even some really embarrassing stuff. And tell us those things. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> um, so whenever things, things just kept going on and we all got older and um, I'm gonna touch back on some other stuff that happened after I tell you the rest of it because it will make more sense then, but we got older and we did multiple freedoms um, and then we got to this one. Whenever I joined, I was a year younger than everyone else in the small group because I was the only person I knew was a guy named Daniel, and he was older than me. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go join another group. I want to be in Daniel's group. So I lied. So I'm sorry about don't that. Don't lie. I confess. Don't lie. You're forgiven. Yeah. Um, so it came to this year. This is their last year. They're all seniors. I'm still a junior. And after this, everyone is going off to college. They're doing new things, getting their adult life started. And... Um, it felt like 
I was just kind of being left behind. I mean, I knew this was going to happen eventually, but I didn't know it would hit me this hard. Um, and there was, always, there was this unspoken pressure this year to make, like, I, this freedom has to be amazing. Like, something has to happen, you know? And it's got to be worth it. And um, so freedom went on, and during Saturday night, which was by far the best night, mm. um, during worship, I was singing, doing my thing. I've always felt closest to God during worship, and um, usually I don't get super emotional, but for some reason something hit me, and I didn't know what it was. But um, I, I started tearing up. I got to the point where I couldn't even sing anymore, and I just I couldn't I couldn't even stand at at the end of it because I just I was just on the floor crying not trying to talk to God, but I couldn't. I was just on the floor. And um, one, of my, one of my good friends came over, and he put his arm around me. He'd had no idea what was going on, and I wouldn't tell him. But it, just the fact that people would do that for me, like, it's, it's really amazing how God can work through others to get to you at the right time. Hmm. And um, anyway, so... I was trying to figure out what was going on, and I didn't, I didn't know until I looked over at my small group and I realized I'm about to lose everything that I had ever cared about this much. Like there's, there's like normal stuff, but they were on a whole nother level and I was about to lose that completely. And I didn't see much, any other stuff going for me at the time. Like it was, it was Jake, you only have this, this is all you have and it's all gonna go away. You're just going to get left in the dust. And it was destroying me on the inside. Um, because I've never felt very confident about myself. And a lot, this came to a surprise, like, so many people were surprised about this. They're like, um, they're like, but you're Jake. You don't have any problems. You're just like the lovable guy that we all know and we feel safe around. And Come here, just close. <laughs> They were just shocked that anything like that could happen to me because I was feeling terrible. And I had been secretly feeling this way for the past five years. I saw no worth in myself. I saw no reason to be proud of anything I've done. I told myself I'm not very smart. I'm not gifted. I really have no worth in the first place. And um, so seeing all that happen unfold in front of me was pretty hard. Um, later we went to back to the house and we all sat down and I was still holding it in like an idiot. I shouldn't have done that. But eventually I was just like, okay, I give up. I'm going to tell everyone I have to say this. And um, I told everyone like I've I've been feeling this way for like the entire time y'all have known me, but like I don't have anything. I don't have any gifts. I don't. I'm not smart. I'm not worth anything to anybody. Mm. And um, it, it was pretty hard not to keep a straight face the whole time. I was. I don't know. This this kind of stuff doesn't happen very often, but this is like a once in a lifetime emotional experience for me. Um, and I told them. And what happened after that was 
something incredible. These, these guys that I've known for so long, they opened up to me and told me things that I had never heard before in my life. Um, they told me how much I meant to them and why, why God truly had made me a specific kind of way for certain reasons. And I'm not gonna, I wish I could say everything that they said, but one, I can't remember it perfectly. And two, that's just a lot. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about yeah. it. Some old people got lost on the highway. Oh, I hope they're okay. Um, anyways, so one of the things that the guys said, I'm not going to say any names, but he, he told me that, Jake, you, and this is kind of a what everyone said kind of thing. It kind of covers everything, but said, Jake, you, you may not think that you're smart. You may not think that you're gifted. And even though that those things are definitely not true, like you are those things, there's one thing that I've always seen in you, um, and that's that you're emotionally intelligent and you know people better than anyone that I've ever met. And I've always, like since I've met you, I've always seen you as a person that I can trust and put my faith in and get close to in the world full of people who would tear someone apart for mentioning that. And I'm not saying any of you are like that, but at the outside world, there definitely are some people. Um, but he said, everyone said, like they've never, found anyone else like me before and it's always been um, so they've always just lost my train of thought let me let me summarize because I'm loving what I'm hearing yeah. um, you went into the weekend with some deep like long lasting hurts and insecurities and just like questions about yourself and your, your worth and you, you surrendered those things you came right face to face with those things and you're like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And you laid it down in front of your group vulnerably and God just turned around and started speaking words of life and affirmation and value exactly. through your group to you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'd never heard any, anything like this in my entire life. And I could really feel that, um, like Justin said, God was moving through the people that they're basically my brothers at this point. And they were, he was speaking through them. Uh, back to what the one guy was saying, he said, Jake, I've always seen a leader in you. You've always had the ability to um, speak to people and talk to people and listen in a unique way that none of us can. And I feel that the reason you feel this way about yourself is because Satan has seen you and has gone, oh my gosh shoot, that is something I need to worry about right there. I need mm. to stop that. And I feel like he does this, the same thing to a lot of y'all. Um, and that, that what he said just then was what really hit me because the, and deeply in my heart, that's what I've always wanted to do. <clears throat> I've always wanted to like talk to people and lead and inspire 
I've just never felt like I was good enough to do it. Um, and it, it, this really shows how much Satan can twist your brain around. He can take what you've done and make it seem completely worthless. Whenever I was about 14, I had a surgery that fixed my chest, and I looked all over for a specific thing, but I couldn't find it. Um, but basically, whenever I was born, I was deformed, and my chest was sunken in and pressed against my heart. I couldn't do a lot of active physical things, so I was always like lightheaded and out of breath, and I would pass out constantly. It wasn't super safe for me. And um, I had this major surgery. They told me that this was like, like a step below open heart. It was basically open heart surgery without touching my heart. They took out all my ribs and restructured my sternum and put a metal bar in there, which I was going to bring to show y'all, but I couldn't find it. But I want to see that like right now. Yeah. <laughs> It was about like this big, and it was inside my chest. And it was the whole week during that was the most painful week of my entire life. I don't think anyone, anything is going to compare to it in the future. But um, during that experience, I put all of my faith in God. And he, he, show, he showed me things that I had never seen at one point during one of the most painful nights of the entire week, um, they gave me all the drugs I had I could get. They were doing everything they could for me and nothing was helping. And I was just praying out loud with the nurses and my family and the doctors. And for just a split second, there was a ring of angels surrounding the bed. It was... I didn't know what I was seeing at first, but there's stuff like that in my life that has happened that Satan made me completely just throw away. Like, that's not important, Jake. That was fake. That was in your head. You're, you don't have anything. You don't, you're not, you're worthless pretty much. Like, that's, that's about what describes you. You said that you've always desired to be a leader, but you know, not so much, no opportunity, but the Lord has affirmed you. And I would just say, you're leading all of us right now, like right now by sharing. So way to go. And I would also say to you that the way that you're leading is the most powerful way any of us can ever lead, by being vulnerable, and just sharing where we're at. I think one of the reasons God moved on your behalf and rescued you, refreshed you, and is reviving you, all tie into the one thing, and it touches on your story from being in the hospital, is you weren't afraid to get close up to your pain and talk to Jesus about it. So you're inspiring us in that, and keep doing that. 